Today on the Joy in the Word podcast, we pick up in the book of the prophet Ezekiel in chapter 4. And we discussed at the beginning in the introduction to Ezekiel how this prophet more than anyone else actually physically acts out the prophetic word of God. And here chapter 4 is a very extreme example of that. So um, it begins now, son of man, take a clay tablet, put it in front of you and draw the city of Jerusalem on it. Then lay siege to it, erect siege works against it, build a ramp up to it, set up camps against it, and put battering rams around it. Then take an iron pan, place it as an iron wall between you and the city, and turn your face toward it. It will be under siege, and you shall besiege it. This will be a sign to the house of Israel. So he has literally set up a model here, a symbol on a small scale of the siege that will happen. He is then directed to take the sin of Israel upon himself. Picking up in verse 4, it says, Then lie on your left side and put the sin of the house of Israel upon yourself. You are to bear their sin for the number of days you lie on your side. I have assigned you the same number of days as the years of their sin. So for 390 days you will bear the sin of the house of Israel. So this represents 390 years of their unfaithfulness, probably uh, from the time of Solomon until the fall. So for 390 days he has to lay on his left side. I mean, think about that. That's more than a year that he's laying there on his left side bearing the weight of the sin of Israel. Then it says when he's finished that, he can lie down again this time. It says on your right side and bear the sin of the house of Judah. I have assigned you 40 days a day for each year. And probably according to uh, biblical historians, this may have to do with part of the reign of Manasseh. You'll remember that Manasseh actually reigned for 55 years, but there was also uh, some time of repentance in there. Now picking up in verse 7, it says, Turn your face toward the siege of Jerusalem, and with bared arm prophesy against her. I will tie you up with ropes, so that you cannot turn from one side to another until you have finished the days of your siege. Literally, he is bound up in the way that the people have been bound up in sin. It says, Take wheat and barley, beans and lentils, millet and spelt, Put them in a storage jar and use them to make bread for yourself. You are to eat it during the 390 days you lay on your side. Weigh out 20 shekels of food to eat each day and eat it at set times. Also measure out a sixth of a hen of water and drink it at set times. Eat the food as you would eat a barley cake. Bake it in the side of the people using human excrement for fuel. The Lord said, in this way, the people of Israel will eat defiled food among the nations where I will send them. So symbolically here, he's sending them to a place and a people that do not understand the laws of the Israelites and therefore their food is considered unclean. And so Ezekiel is eating food cooked in an unclean manner. But Ezekiel is concerned about this And he says, then I said, no, not so, sovereign Lord. I have never defiled myself. From my youth until now, I have never eaten anything found dead or torn by wild animals. 
No unclean meat has ever entered my mouth. So he's pleading with the Lord. He's never been unclean. Very well, the Lord said, I will let you bake your bread over cow manure instead of human excrement. He then said to me, Son of man, I will cut off the supply of food in Jerusalem. The people will eat rationed food in anxiety and drink rationed water in despair. For food and water will be scarce. They will be appalled at the sight of each other and will waste away because of their sin. Now moving on to chapter 5, it says, Now, son of man, take a sharp sword and use it as a barber's razor to shave your head and your beard. Then take a set of scales and divide up the hair. When the days of your siege come to an end, burn a third of the hair with fire inside the city. Take a third and strike it with the sword all around the city and scatter a third to the wind. For I will pursue them with drawn sword, but take a few strands of hair and tuck them away in the folds of your garment. Again, take a few of these and throw them into the fire and burn them up. A fire will spread from there to the whole house of Israel. This is what the sovereign Lord says. This is Jerusalem, which I have set in the center of nations with countries all around her. Yet in her wickedness, she has rebelled against my laws and decrees more than the nations and countries around her. She has rejected my laws and has not followed my decrees. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. You have been more unruly than the nations around you and have not followed my decrees or kept my laws. You have not even conformed to the standards of the nations around you. The nations around Israel had even lower standards than them, and they didn't even follow those standards. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I myself am against you, Jerusalem, and I will inflict punishment on you in the sight of the nations. Because of all your detestable idols, I will do to you what I have never done before and will never do again. Therefore, in your midst, fathers will eat their children. Children will eat their fathers. I will inflict punishment on you and will scatter you, all your survivors, to the winds. Therefore, as surely as I live, declares the Sovereign Lord, because you have defiled my sanctuary with all your vile images and detestable practices, I will withdraw my favor. I will not look on you with pity or spare you. A third of your people will die of the plague or perish by famine inside you. A third will fall by the sword outside your walls, and a third I will scatter to the winds and pursue withdrawn sword. So here is the explanation of the different groups of hair that the Lord had Ezekiel separate his into the three different parts and what will happen to those three different groups of people. It says, then my anger will cease and my wrath against them will subside and I will be avenged. And when I have spent my wrath upon them, they will know that I, the Lord, have spoken in my zeal. I will make you a ruin and a reproach among the nations around you in the sight of all who pass by. You will be a reproach and a taunt, a warning and an object of horror to the nations around you when I inflict punishment on you in anger and wrath and with stinging rebuke. I, the Lord, have spoken. When I shoot at you with my deadly and destructive arrows of famine, I will shoot to destroy you. I will bring more and more famine upon you and cut off your supply of food. I will send famine and wild beasts against you, and they will leave you childless. Plague and bloodshed will sweep through you, and I will bring the sword against you. 
for I, the Lord, have spoken. And that ends chapter 5. We will pick up next time in chapter 6.